The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of this station. Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. This is B2B Radio, featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Wentworth Financial Partners. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, Central Ohio's leading business-to-business advisor, will present information that helps reduce risk, improve financial performance, and change your company's future. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. Good morning, everyone. Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth here on a uh, bright and sunny May uh, Saturday morning. So we are uh, going to dig into this week a topic that I've gotten some questions on, um, a couple via Twitter and um, a couple via uh, our website, which again, you can always go out to wentworthfinancialpartners.com and submit questions, um, or you can tweet us at MrBizTweets if you have uh, questions or if you have um you know, topics that you'd like us to cover. Um, so I've, over the last uh, probably a month or so, I've gotten questions about vendor management. So obviously something that impacts pretty much every single business, whether you have a service business or a product-driven business, you probably have some sort, of, some form of, of uh, vendors that you use, whether that's, you know, an electronic-type situation, if you're a service provider or, you know, obviously if you're a product-driven business, you probably have a lot of vendors that you deal with. And I don't think I've ever run into anyone who doesn't have a vendor management horror story, unfortunately, because unfortunately, I don't think enough people live by the golden rule and they don't do unto, unto others as they would have others do unto them. So, you know, during the sales process, uh, I'll call it when you're getting ready to sign a contract with the vendor, everything's rosy and cheery and everything's great. And they, uh, they they seem to forget some of those things and some of those those promises. And so I want to talk through some of those types of things and, of course, um, give some tips um, some on how to better manage that and how to be. Honestly, part of it is uh, along the lines of the golden rule. Some of solid vendor management has to do with making it easy for people to do business with you. So being a good business partner for your vendors it obviously makes all the difference in the world and you create more of a win-win situation uh, as where you're not, you know, you're not just expecting from them, which, you know, they're, they're your vendor and you're paying them. So you should expect some of that. However, you know, making it easy to do business with is, is something that's very important. So from a vendor management's perspective, um, you know, the impact that that can have on your business. So, I mean, most of you know this, but it's, it, it crosses so many different lines. So, from a financial perspective, I mean, I'll talk about that first. Um, you, you know, you can have a situation where, you know, vendor management's even managing um, d- you know, deliveries that you receive. And so maybe it's that you're a, a production uh, shop and you get materials from vendors, but you need those materials clearly to produce the product that you make. And the delivery of those services, um, you, you know, managing your your all the deliveries you, you, between UPS, FedEx, et cetera, U, uh, USPS, et cetera, uh, making sure you receive those things on a timely basis because if you don't get it, uh, your, your product in time, then you can't deliver to your customers. So that could have a significant impact, let alone the fact, back it up even a step further, someone is producing that raw material or packaging it before they send it to you, et cetera. They have to do their job to get it to the vendor 
to ship it to you. So again, in that situation, you've got at least two vendors that you're dealing with. Um, and as they say, it's just, you know, it's the, the, uh, the chain is only as strong as the weakest link. So, um, you know, again, making it easy to do business with on deliveries, making it easy for the UPS person. Let's, so let's say for example, uh, silly example, I guess not silly, but, um, a little bit of an odd example, but let's say that your business is only open from noon to 7 PM. Well, maybe the UPS driver is there at 10 a.m. Well, that's not making it easy to do business, and it's something that you can't have just dropped off there. It could be stolen or, um, you know, you could have issues there. It's left in the rain or whatnot. So, you know, looking for ways to make it easier for the UPS driver in that situation. So a place where he can drop it off, a place where, um, uh, again, just working with them to make it easy to do business with. Because if you tell them, well, you have to come back at noon – it may be the next day before you can get your thing. It could be two days, right, depending on the logistics of their routing, et cetera. So you can do things to help um, impact that in a positive way. Um, but vendor management, it just it, it impacts so much. I mean, how often are you in a situation in your job, um, in your company, or you know, even if you're uh, working in a corporation and you have a job, they're not necessarily vendors, but you have business partners that are, that owe you information and you need that information to, to, to produce what you're doing for your boss or, you know, your, your clients within the company, you know, that's not necessarily a vendor per se, but it's the same sort of situation and you want to make sure you've got strong relationships. So, you know, one of the things you need to strive for is to, to, to the ultimate is what I'll call be, have uh, achieve partner status with your vendors, at least your key vendors um, and create a win-win situation. As I mentioned earlier, is that, um, making sure you understand their motivation, what drives them to be able to, you know, you can help them reach that. They can help you reach yours. Um, it's, it's, it's very, uh, very important to do that on both, both sides of the equation to make sure that you're getting what you need. Um, and so often I think people look at uh, vendor management and say when they're choosing a vendor and they choose it based on price only, well, that's foolhardy um, because Oftentimes, as I'm sure everyone has experienced at one point or another, whether in your you know in your business career or in your personal life, you often, as they say, get what you pay for. So cost isn't always um, the best indicator of the you know the vendor you should use, and that's where the difficulty you know in choosing a vendor comes in as far as trying to balance um, the service side of it. Um, and it's difficult, as I mentioned earlier, is when you're having those discussions early on. They are keen to promise you the world. And so it's, it's difficult. You have to really do a lot of due diligence, um, and to determine, you know, are they going to be able to deliver that type of service? Um, and then balance that with the cost. I mean, oftentimes, uh, in my experience, you know, it's not going with the cheapest alternative. I mean, you start there because you start to peel back the onion a little bit, you find some things that you're not necessarily comfortable with. Um, so, um, just a lot of different ways to look at this. So, we, um, I want to get into during our next segment, um, which is we've got about a minute left here. I want to dive into a, a, a lot of different aspects of vendor management, and again, how to best um, uh, manage that situation and make it easy to do business with you. And then uh, during the third segment, I'll I'll give you um, some tips, some specific tips you can follow to um, be able to. Uh, to manage it effectively and avoid the uh, the uh, aforementioned horror stories. 
So come back after the break and we'll give the Mr. Biz tip of the week and continue diving into vendor management. Um, you can always reach us on our website, WentworthFinancialPartners.com. You can call us at 614-962-7CFO. On Facebook and Instagram, we're at Wentworth Financial Partners. Uh, on Twitter, we're at Mr. Biz Tweets. And on LinkedIn, I'm at Ken Mr. Biz Wentworth. So come back after the break and we'll talk through vendor management. I'm Dr. Buzz, D.C., with Buckeye Physical Medicine and Rehab, Columbus's largest hormone replacement center. For the cost of a cup of coffee a day, you can completely reverse the effects of aging and the aches and pains of low T. Thousands of patients that suffer from low T have come to us to rejuvenate their youth. Buckeye Physical Medicine patients have enhanced their energy levels, rid themselves of inflammation, and feel years younger. Call Buckeye Physical Medicine and Rehab at 614-721-5698. That's 614-721-LOW-T. Or visit BuckeyePMR.com today. If your business is aiming for the stars but is stuck in the fog, call Mr. Biz at Wentworth Financial Partners. If profits are what you prefer, call Mr. Biz. If cash flow is a concern, call Mr. Biz. If growth is your goal, you guessed it, call Mr. Biz. We are so confident in our results-oriented approach, we'll even guarantee it. Visit WentworthFinancialPartners.com to learn more about our guaranteed CFO services or call us at 614-962-7CFO. That's WentworthFinancialPartners.com. Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website. Or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation, our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. To schedule a free consultation, call 614-962-7CFO. That's 962-7CFO. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, and it is time for the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. This week's tip is, this is one I see often during expansion, which I know we talked about business expansion on an earlier show, but beware of business scope creep. Um, you know, Don't stray too far from the core of your business, and this is one of those things I see, um, again, during expansion, and I'll give you one quick example. If, um, I was working with... Uh, a uh, business owner who owned a couple of pizza shops, um, non-franchise, um, just, you know, local person um, opening uh, their own, you know, pizza shops. And as business took off and he started to offer some complimentary products, which initially I'm surprised he hadn't, you know, offering, for example, two liter sodas and, um, you know, different very, very varieties of, of pop or soda to purchase when you did, when you picked up your pizza, which great idea, right? Um, probably should have been doing that from the get-go. But then based on, excuse me, based on the experience he had with that, he began to expand outside of that. And so he started offering, he wanted to offer alcoholic beverages to be able to pick up, which, you know, beer and pizza goes together well, sounds great to me. But obviously the steps you need to go through to get a liquor license and all that, the guy spent a lot of time, a lot of money, um, and it just didn't take off. And he didn't really study his demographics around his business very well because, um, Evidently, there's just not a lot of beer-drinking pizza eaters in the area. Um, so it was a, 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 a small example, but of how he sort of got outside of, um, you know, the scope of his core business. And the pizza business was going great, but he was, you know, not selling his his uh, his alcoholic beverages with it. So beware of that. 
So let's dig back into uh, vendor management. So we talked during the first segment sort of about, you know, what we're talking about with that and some of the impacts it has on the business. And, you know, again, one of the things I mentioned in the first segment is making it easy to do business with, make your business easy to do business with is one of those ways that you can become a good business partner for your vendors. And, um, you know, one of the things to do, and again, sounds extremely obvious, but I just, I see it too often is pay your bills on time. I mean, think about as a business owner how you feel um, with your clients and customers that do not pay you on time. And we all have people who do not pay on time. Where do they, those customers and clients rank, in, at least in your subconscious mind? Not very high, I'm sure. And I know they don't mind. So um, it's frustrating. And so if you think about that from a vendor perspective, if you're frequently late with paying them, you know, how, how willing are they to go the extra mile for you when you need a, you know, you have a dire situation where you really need to get, you know, again, a raw material or something like that to, to please one of your customers, are they going to bend over backwards to help you when you can't even pay them on time on a consistent basis? So a a simple thing, um, but goes a long way, I think. Um, you know, um, I guess one of the things I would say is, you know, know your marketplace, um, so one of the examples I'll give there is, you know, make sure you're not asking for something that's completely unreasonable as far as response times. Let's say you have a vendor that's a that's an IT vendor, maybe that does all of your IT work for your business. You know, expecting them to be, you know, at your business within two hours of a phone call when the marketplace is a business day um, for what you're paying. And again, of course, there's, you know, uh, different levels of service if you're willing to pay for it, of course, but... Um, you know, knowing that marketplace and not making unreasonable demands or requests, I think, is, it goes a long way. Because, again, golden rule, think about on the flip side when you want a customer ask you for something that's just, you know, completely unreasonable, um, how you think about that. Um, you know, be mindful of risk um, when you're when you're with your vendors. So, and that comes in a lot of different forms. The obvious things, privacy risk. So if you're handling data or they have access to data or have access to your customers, um, you know, obviously privacy is, a, is an issue. Um, cyber risk, um, y- you know, and not just on your side. And I'm not talking about just a, a, an IT company that's maybe servicing your business. I'm talking about cyber risk in that if there is a portal from one of your vendors to your website, for example, and they, theirs is compromised, does that compromise yours? So, you know, cyber risk obviously is, is something to be quite mindful of uh, nowadays, and especially just recently in the news, um, you know, with a worldwide, you know, ransomware type situation, it, you know, it definitely pops up. And how often, how many times a year does something like that happen? Um, another p- a piece of risk, and I mentioned it earlier during the first segment, but is timing risk. Um, you know, can they deliver on what they say when they're, they say they're going to do it? And you have to be sure, you know, certain about that. And that kind of ties into not being over-reliant on one vendor. And it, sometimes you have to be, but when you do and you can't, you don't have uh, another choice as far as that goes, you know, try to have a plan B. Um, so you have a backup plan. So if something catastrophic ha- happens to that business, does it completely cripple your business? Um, obviously you want to avoid that. And then the other way to do it is, your in your contract, make sure you have an airtight contract. And the one way to do that is to essentially put in um, performance incentives um, on the positive and the negative. So, for example, 
if you have a vendor that, again, I'll keep using that example of delivering raw materials to you, and the SLA, the service level agreement you have with them, is that you know they'll deliver it within, let's say, three business days. If they don't deliver it within three business days of when you call, again, that's going to impact your production schedule, which impacts your ability to meet your customer demands. What is the impact of that? I will assure you, if you put a financial penalty associated with that, they unless there's something really, really bad on their their end and maybe even beyond their control, they will hit that deadline because that is how you, you know, you incent anybody is with their pocketbook clearly. So that's one of those things uh, very important. Um, and, and another thing I'll mention is to be mindful of. Um, you know, the terms of your contract varying over time. So what we tend to do is you you have a contract that varies over time, or it doesn't vary, but we sort of forget some of those terms and, uh, and, 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 you know, they, they start to meld a little bit and and we don't uh, hold our vendors to what we should be holding them to. I want to get a little bit more back into that, but unfortunately we're up against a break. Um, So Join us after the break. We'll continue talking about um, adhering to the terms of the contract and making sure our vendors are aware of those. And, of course, we'll give um, some tips uh, for the week. So, again, you can always go out to our website at WentworthFinancialPartners.com, and you can see um, all of our prior shows on that website as well on our B2B radio page. Join us after the break. Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website. Or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation. Our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to ourbizmarketing.com. That's ourbizmarketing.com. Ourbizmarketing.com. That's ourbizmarketing.com. If your business is aiming for the stars but is stuck in the fog, call Mr. Biz at Wentworth Financial Partners. If profits are what you prefer, call Mr. Biz. If cash flow is a concern, call Mr. Biz. If growth is your goal, you guessed it, call Mr. Biz. We are so confident in our results-oriented approach, we'll even guarantee it. Visit WentworthFinancialPartners.com to learn more about our guaranteed CFO services or call us at 614-962-7CFO. That's WentworthFinancialPartners.com. Every day, careless drivers drive away from car crashes they cause while you're left behind, injured, without a car, and unable to work. It gets worse. Careless Drivers Insurance Company may refuse to pay you. Your insurance company may refuse to help you. You'll have to do one thing. Get Scott Smith and get justice. We have the experience and the resources to get you the results you need and deserve. Call 888-311-LAWS. That's 888-311-LAWS. Or visit us at sestriallaw.com. Get Scott Smith. Get justice. To learn more about Ken Wentworth, go to WentworthFinancialPartners.com. And now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back. You are listening to B2B Radio. Uh, Thanks for listening this week. We're talking through vendor management. And before we continue with that, um, again, as I like to do during the third segment, I want to give some, some actionable tips for everyone out there. But first, I want to give everyone a reminder if you are interested to sign up for our and signing up for our newsletter, we have a monthly newsletter with Wentworth Financial Partners. You can go out to our website um, again, WentworthFinancialPartners.com. Um, at the bottom of the homepage, there is a, a little sign-up form there. Um, you can sign up there. Promise not to inundate you with a bunch of emails and spam you. Um, we literally just send out a newsletter uh, once a month at the, on the first of the month to uh, bring bring everyone up to speed on what we're doing and what's going on with the firm and 
how things are going. So if you're interested, um, please go out and sign up for that. So let's um, continue the topic. Uh, again, vendor management, I was talking about being uh, mindful of um, sort of varying terms over time. So I just had an example of a client that, um, and this is one of the reasons why uh, Mr. Biz Tip of the Week um, a couple of weeks ago, I think, was to make sure you do an annual review um, uh, of each of your vendors, especially your primary vendors. And, and you know, that may sound a little overwhelming to say, well, gosh, you know, I've got 30 different vendors. If you have 30 different vendors, more than likely you have too many, in my opinion. You probably need to scale that back regardless of the size of your business. But even if you do have that, you can calendarize it. So I'm not saying to hit all 30 of them in two weeks or something. You can calendarize it um, to make sure you're hitting those. But getting back to this example, so I had a client who has an accountant that does their bookkeeping services. And um, we were going through and they had hired me and had me doing some of, not bookkeeping, but um, some of the things um, uh, that we found out later when I, I went and partnered. I'm a partner with their bookkeeper. And I got a copy of the contract that our ven- that my vendor had, I'm sorry, that my client had with their vendor, um, this bookkeeping service accounting firm. And I can- came to find that some of the things that they were essentially paying me to do, their accountant was supposed to be doing for them and not had not been doing it for um, almost two years. Uh, so they had been paying for something um, that they're not getting, and they uh, essentially are sort of in a roundabout way, they began to pay me for it because they recognized it was something that they needed. Um, and so they're paying me for it. Part, part of what they're paying me to do was, was some of this. And it was a complete waste of money um, because, you know, we determined this. So it was a little bit of an awkward situation to tell my client that and then go sit with my client and the accountant accounting firm and tell them, hey, I shouldn't be doing this. You should have been doing this all along, and et cetera. But that was an example of they signed a contract you know, three years ago or more. And as things varied along the way and some people came and some people went, um, they started to, you know, the, the terms started to get a little soft and they stopped doing some things and no one really realized it. So again, that annual review is key. Um, so let's get into a few tips here. We've got about three minutes left in the show. So I want to make sure I can give you some tips. So how to avoid the vendor management horror story. So number one, know yourself. Not something you would typically think of, probably. What I mean by that is, especially if you're one dealing with vendors for your business, you need to know your business well enough to know how much give and take you can have. So again, you want to create that win-win situation. And in order to do that, you need to know your business and how far you can bend before your business breaks, so to speak. On the flip side, know them. Know your know your vendors. What motivates them Um, so again, you want to try to get to that win-win situation and know what their motivation is to ensure, again, you make it easy to do business with, um, your business, um, is able, they're able to do business with you easy to, uh, in a good way, easy for me to say. Uh, and number three, open communication as with any level of any relationship, open communication is very key. Make sure you've got multiple, uh, points of contact. Um, I had a situation with a client that had, a late delivery and I had just started with this client and they had a late delivery and it was a raw material that they needed and they had orders waiting and the delivery wasn't there and they called the salesperson and the salesperson was on vacation. They had no one else in the company. So of course I said, well, let's just go out and look at their website. Well, the company didn't have a website. So then we're out looking for a phone number to find someone there. So make sure you have multiple points of contact so you can avoid that situation. Um, 
Another tip is, I mentioned this earlier, but use performance clauses in the contract, positive and negative. Make sure there's, you want to make sure they adhere to it, put dollar penalties in for non-performance. If you have a vendor that is unwilling to do that, and you can't make them unreasonable, but if you have a vendor that's unwilling to put those in, I would walk. That tells me that they're not confident in their ability to meet to, to do what they say they say they're going to do. So again, those those upfront sales promises that end up being hollow um, on the back end. Um, so you want to make sure you, that's very 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 important. And then do an extreme contract review before you sign anything. I'll give one quick example, and we're running out of time. But I walked into a client that had a five year contract. They didn't realize, read the small print that it extended automatically by a year after three years. So they got into the contract. We determined it wasn't a good contract. We said, okay, well, we're going to drop this thing. Well, they were already they're stuck into it for an additional two years. And we, I said, well, we can exit. What's the exit clause? Well, the exit clause was not written. There were no dollar signs. It was written out in words, so they didn't catch the dollar signs. Um, so it was cost prohibitive, so we were stuck with that vendor for another two years. So that is vendor management. Um, we are out of time for the week. I, I appreciate everyone joining uh, and listening this week. Have a great week, and don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Wentworth Financial Partners. Wentworth Financial Partners is your resource for part-time CFO services that help you work on your business instead of in your business. To schedule a free consultation, call 614-962-7CFO. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff management, or advertisers. Tune in again next week for B2B Radio with Mr. Biz. You've been listening to a Morris Media production. 